big news. I'm listening. What do you got? Critics and parents agree. Paw Patrol, the mighty movie, is hilarious, action-packed, and fun for the whole family. How do you like me now? That's what I'm talking about. Paw Patrol, the mighty movie. Rated PG. Now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. It's Unstable Topic. With Sarah and Maggie. Please hold for an important message. Hey, you freak Sarah Adams. I can't get to my phone right now, so just leave me a quick message. And I'll give you a call back as soon as I can. Thanks. Did you hear that? That's the sound of Unstable Topics Thanksgiving cards, which are available now at unstabletopicspod.com. I don't have to tell you that because you know that, Sarah. This is Maggie, in case you didn't know that. Oh, wow, that case was so nice. I'm so excited to have those babies on sale again for the holiday season. And then to wrap up the holiday season, have a live show recording on Sable Topics up in McKinney at the Comedy Arena on Christmas Eve Eve, December 23rd, 8 o'clock p.m. going to be so much fun. Are we just like queens of the holidays? Is that us? This is Maggie. End of message. Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. Hey, Bestie. Hey, Bestie. So as we've discussed, uh, I've been TikTok diagnosed with ADHD, which means my algorithm is like a lot of like tips for ADD. Mm -hmm. And also, we talk a lot about cleaning and Dyson and all of that. And so it's also this wonderful mix of like cleaning tips ADHD tips and sometimes they merge and I recently watched one that blew my mind and I wanted to share it with you to see if as someone who I admire for your processes your determination your ability to just knock tasks out of the water quickly Mm -hmm. without procrastination if this resonates with you or if you do this or if this is just for people like me who cannot do things (laughs) (laughs) What, what is it what's the tip okay when you're cleaning a room you do not leave that room. So let's say there's shoes or toys or books or papers that belong in other places. Mm -hmm. You put them in stacks or in baskets, you clean everything, and then you go one basket, take it to the, you take them to the room, then you just move to that next room and do the same thing. You put things away. You put things in baskets. Oh, this is a plate. This belongs in the kitchen. You don't leave to take that to the kitchen. You just put it in its place and then make one trip to the kitchen. I I can see how that's helpful. I really do. I, I do not do that because I feel like my life is one constant cleaning motion. Like if right, I see something right. out of place, I put it back. But I suffer from the cleaning syndrome where if I am doing something, cleaning in the bedroom, and I find something that needs to go in the kitchen, I'm going to go put it in the kitchen. Then once I'm in the kitchen, right. I see, oh, I need this. So I'm just constantly a tornado in the house. 
mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But I mm-hmm. also, on the same breath, I'm very efficient. Like if I'm in the kitchen, we have a counter. Everyone has a counter space that absorbs everything in life, right? right? So I look at the counter and I say, these three things go to my room. These two things go to Annie's room. This thing goes in the bathroom. And so if I'm walking to that end of the house, I'm going to grab all that stuff and drop it off on my way. Mm-hmm. Like I, do very, I, I feel like I'm an efficient cleaner. Like I yes. see what I need to do and I do it in the most efficient way possible, mm-hmm. which the room thing where you put things in baskets or whatever piles, I don't have a lot of things in rooms outside of the kitchen counter that don't belong don't there. Belong there. Yeah. That's so interesting because I feel like I could just look around and name probably 10 to 15 items in any room <laughs> that do not belong in that room. I'm like, wow, this is so interesting that this toilet paper roll has made its way all the way into the playroom. Like, Why is it not in the bathroom? Enough? Come on. Put it in the bathroom, kiddos. Or me. I don't know. Maybe I put it there. <laughs> Have you tried it yet? I did try it. I told Kyle about it and I was like, so I heard this. And he goes, okay, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) And then it was really hard. It was so hard because I was like, ah, I just want to take these shoes to the place that they go. But I had to just make a little shoe pile of like just the boys' shoes. You know, I had to just think about that. Did it, did you eventually get to put them back or did you get distracted with live? No, I did put them back, but I did not finish the task of cleaning the room to the extent I wanted because it got really boring. (laughs) That's so boring. But you know what's not boring, Sarah? Oh, here it is. Thanks, Misgivings conversation cards. There it is. There it is. There's a little shuffle of them. uh, You held them up, though, as if this is a TV show, which it could be. It could be a show. We're not going to turn down any studio offers. Yeah. And you should not turn down the offer to get yourself. Thanks, Misgivings conversation cards. Thanksgiving is, I think, actually next week, so you probably can't get them. But you could actually. We'll ship them to you. Yeah. You you can can totally get them. You can buy these whenever you want. Unstabletopicspod.com. That's where you get them. And then we'll ship them for you because you could use these next year. You could use these whenever. These are timeless. And in fact, I'll prove it to you. Okay. Right now, I'll pull a card out, ask you a fact, and it will be the most timely, timeless fact of all. Sarah, are you ready for a fact? I'm ready for a fact. The American Plume and Fancy Feather Company is responsible for making Big Bird's suit, which includes 4,000 turkey feathers. I do not remember writing that fact, but my initial thought is, how many feathers does a turkey have? So how many, you know what I'm saying? How many turkeys had to get bald? Because, you know, Sesame Street, guys, they're not going to kill any turkey. They're going to, they're not, Maggie, (laughs) we're not going to ruin it for the children. These are turkeys that have donated. It's like locks of love. Right. And then they grow their feathers back. Yeah. They just, and they're, and they live a long, happy life with their Mm -hmm. new feathers. Mm -hmm. It grows in thicker, actually. They have more feathers the second time. Or if, you know, they shed. I think turkeys shed. Seems like something turkeys would do. Yeah, for sure they would. Sure. In the summer. Yeah, because it's hot and they got a lot of feathers. Yeah. There's probably, you know what it is, Maggie? There's probably like a farm, a turkey farm, that's specifically where these turkeys donate feathers, right? Yes. They're, they're for their feathers. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. live a long, happy life on this this feather farm. And I would guess, let's see, 4,000. I'd guess turkeys have like 400 feathers. At least. Do you, think this is, do you think this is like 10 turkeys worth of feathers to make Big Bird? Yeah. 
10 gracious, generous turkeys yes. donating their feathers, growing their feathers back because yep. they're still around to do that. I bet like in the turkey society, like in the turkey colonies, they are admired. I bet they're they're looked up like in the turkey hierarchy mm-hmm. as like what you want to strive to be. You want to yeah. be the turkey that donates its feathers. You get so much prestige prestige yes. within the turkey colony. Well, speaking of prestige, Sarah, are you ready to react? Let's do it. Okay, so these conversation cards are meant to be at a table, but we can just do it between you and me, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we know that Big Bird suit is made out of turkey feathers. Who at this table between you and me looks most like a Muppet? I think we both have Muppet qualities. Mm. I I think we both have Muppet qualities. I think... I think our our bone structure lends itself to be mm-hmm. a Muppet. I think we would be adorable Muppets. So when our TV show gets made and then we get invited onto Sesame Street as famous people do, yeah. we would be like, no, no, no. We would like to be Muppets on Sesame Street. That's and they exactly would, right. And they would create Muppets, the Maggie and Sarah Muppet. And they were like, wow, you guys, Muppets are really easy to make because you already lend yourself to be a Muppet. Right. Which Muppet do you think you look most like? I, you know, I don't think there's a Muppet yet that has my features. I was going to say Elmo. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Elmo? (laughs) I mean, I guess, I guess you were ready with that, weren't you? And I look, and I look like, um, what's the grumpy bird? (laughs) Oh, Sam the Eagle? Yeah. I'm Sam the Eagle and you're Elmo. Now let's play What Word Am I Thinking Of? Beans. The game where Maggie and Sarah use their telepathic best friend abilities to try and guess the word the other is thinking. All right, Maggie, um, I'm going to think of a unique Mm -hmm. word. Okay. A word that will stump you. And for our listeners who have been around since day one of this podcast know that from time to time I think of the same word hoping that Maggie would get it on the first try mm-hmm. um, I can't promise I'm not doing that and I can't okay. promise that I am doing that or that I'm not 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 doing that but Maggie right. I am thinking of a word feel free to guess at any time okay I'm receiving I'm receiving I'm mm-hmm. receiving the word is turkey Dang it, Maggie, no. The word is not turkey. No, oh. Maggie. Well, you said you can't not promise that you're not doing it. Yeah, there's is the word of- If the word is fork, is fork. the word fork? The word is fork. Gosh, Sarah. It's always fork. It's, it's never, never going to be fork. It's, it's never always, going it's, to be fork. I'm never, never going to guess fork. It's always going to be fork, Maggie. It is always going to be fork. It's going to be fork until you guess that it's fork, and then I can move on. I cannot. I cannot guess fork. I cannot guess fork. Why? Why, Maggie? It's cheating. It's not cheating. It's not cheating. It's playing the game. It's leading into the bit. It's saying Sarah has created this bit. It's been a year. I'm going to support her, and I'm going to say fork the next time she plays this game. We haven't played this game in, like, two months. Two months have gone by. Eight episodes have gone by. Okay, wait. Try it again. 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 I can't do it again, Maggie. It's already gone. The moment's gone. People want to hear you say fork the first time and not me beg you to say fork. I'm not going to beg. I'm not going to beg. 
what an incredible psychic feat only two best friends could accomplish. Sarah, are you ready for your fact? I'm ready for my fact. According to a 2018 study by creditcards.com, women on average are better tippers than men with a median tip of 20% compared to men's meager tips averaging 16%. I see this 100% because women understand the work it takes to get done. And then they also can empathize with not being recognized for that work. So whenever mm-hmm. there's an opportunity to say, hey, I see you and I appreciate you, women are going to be like, yeah, I'm going to give you what you deserve or yeah. as much as I can at least. Yeah. I, You know, it's funny. I was going to say I always do it out of a deep, profound sense of guilt. Guilt? Guilt yeah. drives you, huh? Yeah. I feel like you're looking at me. I'm looking at you. You're watching me press the button for how much I value your work. And I always feel the pressure to do more. That's interesting. When it's when it's at a counter situation, like you're just standing there and you say, hey, I want to have a cup of coffee. And like, great, it's $2. And they turn the screen around so you can Ugh. swipe your card. I don't do a percentage tip then. I just do usually a, a dollar, dollar. A dollar for each item. Oh, my gosh. I give it two drinks. I do $2. You do that same way at the bars, too. But if I'm sitting at a table, I tip 20% at least. I always tip at a table 20%. But this is funny because my react question was, how do you feel about the automatic assumption of tipping at cash registers with card purchases? I don't like it. I don't think anyone likes it. But you know what? We live in a society where we do not pay people enough. And so if I can pay it forward, I'm going to pay it forward because they'll pay it forward. You know, it's the lateral trickle economy. You know, where yeah. the corporations don't give us anything, so we just have to survive on one another's pennies. Right, right. right? I do feel like, though, so bartenders make like $2 an hour. So bartenders, I'm like, I'm going to tip you well because you need to make, you're doing a big thing. But right. sometimes I go and I'm like, can I have a chocolate chip cookie? And it's like, I just need you to take it. I can't grab it out of that mm-hmm. thing. I just need you to grab me that chocolate chip cookie and bring it to me. And I'm like, right. is that a dollar's worth of labor? Am I thankful a dollar? Well, here's the thing. I don't think you have to look at it based on value of work, right? Right, 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 right. I don't think even though like the idea of a tip is to say, thank you for doing your job. I'm giving you a tip on top because you did it so well. I think that's the origin story of it. I, for now, for me, it's not tipping based on performance or the intensity of job serve. It's more like saying, I see you like, here's yeah I mean what's a dollar right it, it adds up and I get that but I think it, it's like paying it's, it forward yeah 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 I get that because I think I think what I'm held up on is like when I paid cash for things I'd drop like the coins in right, right. but right. now it's like I'm assumed that I'm going to pay a dollar more than what I would normally pay for this thing yeah which is and I always do it I always do it but I do think it's more about like I feel like I have to do it mm. <laughs> than than anything else and I it's but also you know like I want people to be working there so I don't have to make my own coffee some days you know yeah no I get it it's an interesting conundrum the tipping structure when we were in Germany a while back they don't tip I yeah you can't leave tips and I'm like oh it's probably because they're paid better you know so it's like a whole thing it's like a whole whole thing systematic structure thing but yes I do I do always tip and I do it to pay it forward. 
And you do it at least 4% more than men because you're a woman. That's it for this episode. Wasn't that fun? Now it's time for you to subscribe and follow. And share this episode with a friend. Ooh, maybe even your bestie. Find us everywhere online at Unstable Topics. And for more antics, visit us at The Monthly Junk. Bye. Bye. Peace. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 